0: All right, let's go. Good Friday afternoon,
1: everybody. This is Drew Fluffy Coats
0: and Philip Fizzy Barton.
1: And welcome to Fluffy and Fizzy Sports Lounge. How are you doing today, Barton?
0: Doing good, man. It's, uh, I believe last week when I talked to you, it was a nice rainy day. And uh, this Friday, it's another rainy day here in South Carolina, just a little bit colder. <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> it, is, it is November time, which means football is starting to get a little bit more intense.
0: The uh the the weather resembles my feelings today after my Pan- Panthers got dismantled last night by the Steelers. So.
1: Oh, yeah. You know, with big fan <laughs> throws, more touchdowns and incompletions, you know you had a rough night.
0: Mm.
1: <laughs> Ooh, it was bad. <laughs> well, if you are new to the program here, uh, me and Barton, we discuss cigars and some good old college football here. How do you feel about that?
0: Oh, sounds like a good sounds like good things to discuss to me.
1: Yeah, it was going to be an interesting <laughs> week. Um, you know, no top ten teams are going at each other this week, but there's still some rivalry games in here that uh that will play a part in the playoff decision for next week.
0: So yeah, you know, I, uh, I think but we'll, oh, we got some decent matchups.
1: Yeah, yeah, we do. Um, I mean,
0: nothing, nothing eye popping, but you know, nothing you know stuff worth watching.
1: Yeah. But before we get into all that, we're going to start things off with uh, our usual segment. We got, we're going to talk about some fine beers here.
0: Starting, uh, what are you drinking today there, bud? Well, I decided to try something new. It's never tried. I'm going to take my first sip as we record to you guys. It's a Amber Ale from the Palmetto Brewing Company down in Charleston. I went with a Charleston beer last week. I think I'm going to go with a... Uh, Another Charleston beer this week. Okay, so you're going back to back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: back to back. <laughs> All right. So let's. How is that today, uh, right there, bud?
0: It's very, it's very good. It's uh it's typical amber ale. You know, it's gonna have the amber ale flavor. It's got a little bite there at the end, almost like an IPA. But yeah, uh, but pretty good. I like it. Yeah. Well, definitely refreshing. Definitely, definitely gonna enjoy that. Definitely a good beer. Definitely a
1: good beer. Uh, I'm draw. I'm Making dro- a beer from uh, Props Brewing Company down here in uh, Fort Walton, uh, Florida. I uh, actually went to their brewery a couple months ago, and, you know, it's a pretty pretty cool theme, but more like propellers and stuff like that. They got a couple of prope- okay. propeller fans inside the brewery. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, like okay. Coming straight off the air- aircraft. Well, I'm drinking a blonde bomber ale. Um, <laughs> kind of a little bit like yours. It was a... Very smooth at the beginning and got a little bite towards the end, though, but it was it, it was nice and refreshing, you know? Something that kind of compensates for the, you know, weather we're having now, so it's kind of good.
0: Yeah, yeah, and this can here is kind of a burnt orange and dark brown can, so it's a, a very fallish can. Yeah. See, the
1: can, the can I'm drinking out of, they actually have, like, a little pinup uh, girl, like, Straddling a bomber, you know. <laughs>
0: oh, oh, okay.
1: Kind <laughs> <laughs> of interesting, but you know, I, I guess they're going with that, you know, uh, that uh, propel like that aviation theme there, where you have the pinup girls on the on the can. So okay, pretty I can, can... pretty, I can dig it. It's pretty. Yeah, I can you know? I can get with it. <laughs> you know, you and me being from the aviation background, you know, we both get that. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so you got the beer. What kind of cigar are you smoking with it, there, bud?
0: All righty. Now, I believe me and you shared one of these cigars as you were passing through on your way down to Florida. Yes, yes. We're going to go with um, an H. Upman Vintage Cameroon and Petite Corona. That's a little smaller cigar, but you're going to get a good smoke time for it to be as small as it is. Cameroon wrapper, blend of Dominican, Nicaraguan, and Peruvian tobacco. Mm -hmm. Medium medium strength, roasty, woody, earthy flavors. Going to get a lot of smoke off this one. So, you know, if people are around you that may not like cigars, probably not the best one to go with. But uh, like I said, interesting note, JFK's favorite brand and uh, size of cigar. Now, you know, of course, his had actual Cuban tobacco in it. These are just, uh, I call them fake JFK. So, <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, overall, a nice smoke. Um, one of my favorites, you know, of course, I'm not going to talk about it. It's not one of my favorites, but uh, definitely a nice smoke. Okay. Yeah. Um.
1: Interesting story from last week for me like after we got done with our cast I went down the you know good old Pensacola um and there I found this nifty little cigar uh, uh shop here and you can like smoke it it basically a cigar bar I didn't, never saw it before and I thought it was really cool you can, and they got pretty they got an awesome selection you know with scotches and you know you oh. can drink a beer with it too like how we'd usually do and yeah i got a couple cigars from there haven't tried them yet but man it, it seemed like a pretty down down-to-earth cool place and they they were very knowledgeable about their cigars so if you ever down uh, yeah in Pensacola again or if anybody's uh, ever down in pensacola go by the cigar factory down here it's down in the town center
0: yeah um cigar lounges they're a cool little thing that's where i get my cigars from the shop i buy if i don't order anything online Shop yep. I buy from is a little. It's just a little cigar lounge. You can go over to the bar area and smoke and have a beer. And uh, they're definitely cool little things. Yeah. Well, we got the beer. We got the cigars. So let's now, get, I, I, now I, we're I, ready I, for kickoff, ready. right? Yeah. We're ready for kickoff now.
1: Oh yeah. Well, we got probably a little bit of time until then, you know.
0: <laughs> but there's a good. Hey,
1: <laughs> Syracuse, Syracuse <laughs> is playing tonight, so you know that that that's an interesting team to watch tonight.
0: But yeah.
1: Let's talk about the, you know, some of the, the college football playoff teams. You know, how did you feel about the rankings this week? You know, LSU getting knocked out in uh, um, to the top, top four, which we kind of expected to happen.
0: But. Yeah, I, I, again, I said it last week. Um, no issue, really. I mean, Alabama and Clemson, I think, are clear cut one and two. Uh, if Notre Dame's going to be three – or Notre Dame was four and Michigan was five and LSU lost and they're the only team to lose – I think everybody just kind of has to bump up a spot. yeah. uh, So, as of this week, I think Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, and and Michigan are fair. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens with Georgia and even Oklahoma when this is all said and done. Um, Unless chaos happens, I don't think the Pac-12 is getting in this year, though. I think the wazoo is sitting there. You know, we 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 talked a couple of weeks ago about how they they could make some noise, but they really haven't moved any. They were, I think, they were eighth when we talked about them, and they're stuck at eight now. So, yeah, um, I'm
1: with you. I I'm kind of riding the Washington State bandwagon. I think I I would put them at six over Oklahoma, just for the sheer mm. fact that that Oklahoma is just you know they just don't play defense, whereas Washington yeah. State lately has been playing awesome defense and i think they would be more of a threat to be an actual decent team in the playoff if they were to get in
0: yeah i agree with that um oklahoma's offense is just so explosive i but, mean they're just so good but that, like you said at some point you're gonna have to play defense you cannot win a national championship just playing strict offense i yeah. mean they they tried it last year and it didn't work for them mm-hmm. they but have. um they had probably but, the best quarterback that Oklahoma's ever had. And yeah. Couldn't do it. Well, some could argue that, you know, Kyler Murray's picked right up where he's left off. So, uh, but, forget uh, about that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I agree. I, I, I like Washington State. Uh, they're not, uh, they're not going to get in, but I do like Washington State. I, they're a really interesting team. And like I said, we, we brought this up before. Mike Leach playing defense for, I think the first time I've ever seen. Yeah, the first time I've seen, He's, you know, they do have
1: a tough game this week. We'll get into more of that later. But, mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah, they definitely – I think they've earned a lot of respect around the country. I think they need a little bit more respect, but, you know, we'll see what happens as the season goes on. So let's get into these top ten games. Uh, if you're not familiar with the show, we tend to just go with the top ten teams and go with their head-to-head matchups and pick, do our pick, game picks from those. Don't really kind of sh- and we'll give us we'll give you guys uh, our games to watch and our upset alerts for the week also. So we'll start off with uh, number ten Ohio State against uh, Michigan State at number eighteen. You know, I think we kind of jinx Ohio State quite a bit. In the show. <laughs> yeah, because they almost lost. We 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 did a couple weeks ago in our first show where we we thought they were gonna blow out a Purdue team and they ended up getting upset. And last week we we're like, oh, they're gonna blow out Nebraska and they almost lost last week. So. I don't know what it is on our show, but we like to jinx Ohio State.
0: Well, I'm 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 going opposite this week. Okay. Uh um uh, maybe you being a Wisconsin fan, following the Big Ten a little bit more, maybe you can give a little bit more insight to Ohio State, but just from the outside looking in, something's not right with Ohio State. Yeah. Um uh, there's something off the field. I don't know if it's Urban Meyer. I don't know if it's the players in the locker room, not, you know, kind of not gelling with each other. Something's not quite right with Ohio State uh, to get blown out by Purdue like they did and then and to almost lose to Nebraska on an off week, coming off a bye week. Uh, I, I'm going with Michigan State this week. Um, it, it could be an obvious pick, you know, okay, Ohio State's struggling, Michigan State's going to upset them. But I, I'm going to go with Michigan State in a really, really close game. Yeah, I, I think I'm on board
1: with you there. Um, something's like me being a Big Ten football guy, like it, something's not right there. I, I a lot of people are saying this could be Urban's last year there. So, you know, amidst all the chaos that's been going on. So, and I could see that happening towards the end of the season. Obviously, not in the middle of the season, you know, but man, it. it it's hard to put your thumb on them because there's weeks where they look uh, look like they can be a team that could compete with a Alabama or a Clemson. But, you know, the last few weeks, man, they just it, – it just it, does yeah. not look good. Yeah, they haven't
0: looked good, man. They've – the-
1: the only reason why I don't think I'm going to pick Michigan State is because I'm not completely
0: sold on Michigan State either. There's yeah. There's no hit or miss. <laughs> yeah, I think it was, uh, Well, so – A couple of weeks ago, I think they were sitting uh, – When we did our first show, I think they were sitting with two losses, and I called them the worst two-loss team in the country. So, <laughs> I mean – I'm kind of backtracking on that, I guess, a little bit. But yeah. I, I, I just think they're going to pull the upset. Something's not right up there in Columbus. And, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just think they'll pull the upset.
1: Yeah, uh, it should be an interesting – I think it'll be close, like you said. I I, I don't think Michigan State's all that great, but neither is Ohio State at this point in the season.
0: Yeah, but, agree. So,
1: we're going to move on from that. We're going to go from uh, number nine, uh, West Virginia, oh. against TCU. West Virginia, man, it, they they just keep impressing me. They start to play a little bit more defense down the road, down the way too. So, you know, what do you think about them?
0: Um. Well, we hit our game to watch on the head last week. Oh I think yeah. we, we both went West Virginia-Texas, and that was a wild football game. Uh, I think, I mean, West Virginia should win this game. Uh, I think it's going to be close, though, because, you know, there could be a bit of a hangover from that game last week. that yeah. may play a little bit of a factor. But I, I still think West Virginia wins, I'm going to say, in that 10 to 14-point range. Yeah, and uh, not yeah, a blowout, I
1: think, but not you know.
0: Yeah, I think they do it. You know, I guess impressive, but like you said, just not. They're not just going to completely demolish them.
1: Yeah, TCU. You know, they're uh, they're about what four and five, five and four, something. like Yeah, that. yeah. I think they're. I think they have
0: four wins.
1: Yeah, I mean, Gary Patterson. You know, they keep saying he's such a defensive minded coach, but you know, they they play. They I don't I don't see it as much. <laughs> Some people say but you know, yeah. that's just my personal opinion. Well, I, I see uh, I see West Virginia like you say like uh 10 to 14 point and pulling uh, away towards the end of the fourth quarter.
0: Yeah, um and also I don't it doesn't take much to be considered a defensive minded coach in the Big 12 either. Yeah.
1: So.
0: 14 to <laughs> 20 points, you know, that, yeah. that's a great defense. Oh god, you held them to 400 yards and 35 points. <laughs> <laughs> All right, going on from that game, we're going to go with our number eight Washington
1: uh, State Cougars going, to get, going into Boulder, playing Colorado. And this could be a game where, you know, it, Colorado is a lot better than people think. They've been, they've been a program that is literally coming up from the ashes in that, uh, where, you know, they used to be a pushover team. And now they've come be, become one of those teams like you don't necessarily circle a win in that uh, on your uh,
0: schedule there. Well, you know, a big, a um, a big, a big thing. You know, Colorado starts five and zero, uh, and since then, they've they've really gotten to a slump. A lot of that is to do with their quarterback not being in, uh, Chenault. I'm yeah, I'm assuming I'm saying that name right. But uh, since he's went out, they're zero and four. But apparently, he's going to be back this week, so that could be uh, something to watch. But at the same time. I think Washington State is just a good there's all around better football team. Um, yeah. I I'm going to say it's going to be a close game. I'm going to yeah. score ding 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 score prediction. <laughs> Wazoo 35, the Buffs 28. Okay. Okay, a
1: little close. Um, I'm going to say Washington State wins it by two touchdowns kind of like how we talked about uh, with uh, the West Virginia game where they start pulling away late. I think Colorado hangs with them for a while, but I, I don't see them pulling the
0: upset this week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's there's not much else left to say about it. I just think that um, Washington State, at the end of the day, is just a better team. Colorado's a good team, like you say. Colorado's a very good team. It's just they don't they don't have the horses to run with Washington State, um, especially to keep up with that offense. I don't think so. so.
1: Yeah. So uh, we're going on to LSU, coming off you know. I mean, they seem to frustrate uh Tua Balboa last week. They're going against Arkansas, you know. They seem like they uh, they at the beginning of the game they start to rattle to uh, but then you know, Tua started getting the groove of things. You know, they shut him out. The quarterback play just did not look good for them, and you know, it once you, he he has to improve this week for you know LSU to even try to get a chance to like.
0: Yeah. Yeah, um LSU quarterback. I don't LSU is kind of almost like Florida when you think about like their quarterback situation like why can't these big programs get good quarterback? And their their quarterback play has just been all over the place. But um Arkansas is Arkansas is not good. They're the worst team in the SEC. And yeah. uh I don't I don't think LSU has any problem here. I think they I'm actually going to come back to this game a little bit later. Yeah, but, um, but uh, yeah, I, I think they have no problem uh, with this one. Just sheer, just sheer talent alone wins this one big. Yeah,
1: uh, Brett Bielema kind of ruined Arkansas for quite a while. You know and that 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 program is. You know, it's going to take a couple of years
0: for them to rebuild. Yeah, uh, Chad Morris definitely definitely has a massive rebuild on, on his oh, hands. Yeah.
1: Uh, It's sad to say when LSU's last good quarterback was Matt Flynn. (laughs) Yeah,
0: that is – oh, wow. Yeah, that (laughs) – And Matt Flynn
1: was a backup for Jamarcus Russell the year before that he won the national title, so.
0: (laughs) When you're backing up Jamarcus Russell.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, we're going to uh, number six, Oklahoma. You know, they got an in-state rival coming in town. they got Oklahoma State, you know can never count out those Cowboys, especially around this rivalry game. It's a pretty good rivalry as far as, like, probably rivalry goes in this uh,
0: country. Yeah. Um, you know, Oklahoma State, They, it's weird. It's like they'll, they'll get some publicity to start the season. They'll be ranked in the top ten. And then usually they'll lose a the game early, and you kind of forget about them. And then here they are at the end of the year uh, with 11 wins. I don't think that's going to happen this year. They're sitting at five and four. So they're they're clearly not going to get to 11 wins, but you don't ever count out a Mike Gundy team. Oh, those he always going to put a good scrappy team together. He's always going to be well prepared. Uh, but Oklahoma again, I think Kyler Murray, you know, kind of just picking up where Mayfield left off. Arguably, where Mayfield left off. Um, I think they. I think this game could be close. I think it's gonna be one of those like you know close to like the third quarter, yeah. And then Oklahoma pulls away, uh, probably uh, two touchdowns or so. I'm gonna give them a two touchdown win. Oklahoma a two touchdown win.
1: Yeah, uh, I can see it being a shootout. Um, just because both offenses like to put up the boards and no defense, defense
0: <laughs> like to stop anybody. Yes, yeah. I failed to mention that it's it's not gonna be a fourteen to nothing two touchdown game. <laughs> no, it's definitely it's, not. It's, it's. I wouldn't be surprised if one team scores 50 and one team scores in the high 30. So. Oh
1: yeah. I, I I can see it being like 49 to 42 Oklahoma winning. Okay. Yeah. Just too too much, too much talent for uh, Oklahoma state to kind
0: of, you know, recover from that. Mm -hmm. So we're on the same page with that one.
1: Yeah. Uh, (laughs) now we're going to go to number five, Georgia. They got the Auburn tigers coming into town at number 24. Um, this could be make or break for Auburn. You know they've had they've been up, they've been down all season. It seems like you know they have the talent. Now, can they pull off the upset this week?
0: Um, no, no, <laughs> no. Uh, I I agree with you. They it, Auburn's been a weird team this year, man. They um, it, it, it seems like once they get they get they get a little momentum going, and then something happens and it all falls apart. And I think now at this point. Well, they got six wins, and I'm sure before they play Alabama – I don't I don't have their schedule in front of me, but I'm sure they play – when they play Alabama, they have a cupcake the week before. Yeah, but I I, 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 they got somebody next week. and I, Yeah, yeah at, at this point – at this point, they're probably looking at seven and five. Yeah. Which – It's a very you know.
1: disappointing season when you consider that Jason Stidham, you know, all this hype coming out from last year. You know, had a very good year last year, and then it's like the air got let out of the balloon. Like, yeah. In this season.
0: I agree. I think Georgia probably, probably wins this thing um, fairly easy. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say three touchdowns, just throwing out a random number. (laughs) I'm just going to say three touchdowns because I think that, I think Georgia's probably going to get that run game going. And then that's going to, once they get on top, they're going to get that run game going. And that's kind of what the Georgia did to Kentucky last week. They, they got, once they got on top, that was, you know, that was it that, and I think that's going to be a pretty much similar story this week.
1: Yeah. I see Justin Fields coming in for some mop-up duty in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll get we'll probably get into more about that in this, in this segment. Um, <laughs> we got number four, Michigan, at Rutgers. Do we even have to discuss this game? Like, it's Michigan regardless. 45 to nothing, Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, we'll just move on from that game. I
0: yeah. I mean, Rutgers is the worst. They may be the worst team in football, so – they miss Graciano. <laughs> oh goodness! <laughs>
1: <laughs> but we're just gonna say we're just gonna save all some time. Michigan, regardless. Yeah. Uh, we got Notre Dame. You know they got FSU. Like at the, when the when the season first started, you saw this game, you circled it. You're like that could be a really good game. And then Florida State, you know, just couldn't get anything going at the start of the season. They've gotten better, but. Notre Dame has just got way too much talent, even though their starting quarterback isn't gonna play this week.
0: Yeah, Ian Book's out, but I don't think it's gonna matter because it's not like they're putting in a quarterback who hasn't played. I mean yeah, exactly. Brian Brian Wimbush is a capable backup quarterback. Uh, he's gonna yeah. he's gonna um take care of business. Uh this will put Florida State at six losses with um with a cupcake and Florida left. So that bowl streak is uh Looking, so look looking at, look at like it's it could be in some serious jeopardy.
1: It's a rough season for you, first year head coach there because you know these these players you know they didn't sign a lot of them didn't sign up to play for him they signed up to play for Jimbo and you know so it's hard to get these guys motivated when they didn't want they didn't sign up to play for this program for you they signed up to play for Jimbo with the kind of uh, head coaching you know resume that he has. And it's hard. It's been a rough season for Florida State fans. I'm sure watching it, like, there's talent there. There's talent at Florida State. You don't become that big of a program. They just came. They had a national title. What five years ago? Yeah,
0: but yeah. That's that. not
1: that far ago. That's not that long ago. That you know that they were on top of the college football world.
0: Yeah, I'm not completely sold on Willie Taggart. Um, when you look at his past coaching, he's had one good season at each school that he's been to. And then he went seven and five at Oregon, in the one season he was there. So I'm really just I'm not completely sold on Willie Taggart. Yeah. Uh, and and watching them play, I haven't watched him in every game, but some of the games that I have watched him in, some of the coaching decisions that I've seen have just been awful. awful. Yeah, have not been awful. Yeah, and I I mean, he may get it turned around, but as of right now, I'm not completely sold on uh, on Willie Taggart. Yeah. But to to get back to this, yeah, Notre Dame uh easily, you know, again, three touchdowns or more, I would say.
1: Yeah, as we talk about like you know, you're gonna start getting into the season where you're gonna start seeing coaches getting let go, you know, is Taggart one of them? And if so, there's a coach that, you know, has been let he's been he hasn't coached in about a year or two that's still like out there and you know, he's my favorite grass eating coach. <laughs> <laughs> Less miles, less less miles. Somebody, yeah, this there's a big program like FSU, like feel like that can draw less miles out of like. I, I guess he's retired. I don't know if he's retired or not, but like drag him back into coaching. You know, that's a big program. You know, well,
0: I, I think the thing with FSU though is that this is Willie Taggart's first year. Yeah, he he's gonna get three to four. I don't think they're gonna get rid of him at. They're 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 not gonna get rid of him after one season. I've seen stranger
1: um, things where they, they can do they've done that though. Programs yeah. have done that in the past, so that's why it wouldn't shock me
0: if it yeah. were to happen. It wouldn't be shocking, but I don't see it happening. Uh, also I I saw an interesting story. This is a little bit off topic. Speaking of Les Miles, um, I saw I believe it was Bleacher Report reported it. Now you have to take what Bleacher Report says with a grain of salt, but it said Les Miles is uh emerging as the front runner for the Kansas job. Wow, that that's like out of
1: the out of nowhere, school. Yeah,
0: I just I don't see less miles in the Big Twelve. I that just no, he his style defense, of football he
1: defense. You know, run the ball kind of. He fits in either the Big Ten or the
0: SEC. Like that,
1: that's where mm-hmm. he belongs.
0: But that was just. Um, I, I'll be the first to admit I didn't read the article, but it just happened to kind of scroll up on my. Uh, on the news feed, as I was scrolling around, and I just thought that was an interesting take when you brought up Les Miles. I was like, "Well, maybe he won't go to FSU. Maybe he'll be <laughs> he be at Kansas." Yeah, but as we digress, let's get back into the picks. Uh, we
1: got number two, Clemson. They're going to Boston College. They're they're at number seventeen. That could be a it could be an upset
0: uh, alert game. What what would you think about that, Barton? No way. No way. Not a chance. Boston College, let me break them down for you real quick. Okay. Boston College has played two teams ranked in the top 40, NC State and Purdue. They lost both of them. Okay. And now we see what happened to NC State last night. Yeah. Okay. uh, Boston College has four conference wins. Those four wins, those four teams, have combined for six wins. Okay, Clemson wins this game by forty points. Oh God, <laughs> I don't, I don't think that this game is gonna be close. Yeah, there are some people talking about it's supposed to be really cold up there, and it is a night game, and you know the fans are gonna be fired up. I heard it's a sellout; they're gonna be fired up from Boston, you know, by Boston College standards. But um, I maybe exaggeration with forty, but I do, I definitely think Clemson probably easily takes care of business. We we're seeing backups. By the third quarter,
1: yeah. Um,
0: I don't know about this game. Like it's like like you said, it's up
1: in Boston College, and as much as people don't like to admit it, weather does play play a factor. You know, Clemson's. You know, in your good old state of South Carolina, you guys don't get a whole lot of cold winters. It's already snowing up in the, up in, in the Midwest, so you can only imagine what it's doing
0: up in Massachusetts. Yeah, but at the same time, I don't think the temperature I saw. Now, you know, I have to go back double check it. But the temperature I saw was like in the low forties. Yeah. So it's not like it's it's not like it's bone chilling cold. Now if the wind's blowing and they have wind chill going, that could be something different. Yeah. But but just seeing the temperature itself, it's not like it's bone chilling cold. I mean, we get forties here, Drew. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well.
0: Uh, I mean, maybe I not think till they, December, I, but.
1: <laughs> I, don't think they, I don't think Boston College loses by 40, like you're saying. I think they keep it close up until about halfway through or the start of the fourth. Well, about 20. Uh, yeah, I think they. I think Clemson just, you know, with the talent that they had, they just start to pull away, like, you know, like talented teams do. You know, they just, by the end of the game, they'll be like, okay, you guys shouldn't even be in the game with this. Yeah, So. No so we'll go on from that and uh number one alabama against uh number 16 mississippi state um bama you know yeah they struggled at the start of the game last week and then they just started imposing their will on lsu like offensively and defensively especially defensively man that defensive front looks
0: unstoppable yeah um it says alabama is a 24 point favorite uh i I would take. I would take that. If I was a betting, betting person, I would take that. Uh, I think Alabama's going to be all over that and probably more. Yeah. Uh. I could. I'm going to say. I'm going to say something along the lines of thirty-eight to seven type score. I
1: yeah. just don't.
0: I just don't know if Mississippi State's going to be able to do enough against that defense to even keep this thing close. No, and it's going to be on the
1: shoulders of the quarterback
0: uh, for Mississippi State to even try to even make it a game now.
1: Can he do it against that Alabama defense? I mean, I guess we'll see. I don't yeah. see it happening at all, but we'll see.
0: Yeah, uh, I think Alabama probably, again, wins this one fairly easily. So
1: Yeah, I, I, I see that too. So, it's gone through the top ten games. Um, what's your game to watch this week there, Bart? What game sticks out to you this week?
0: My game to watch – is also going to be my upset pick. Okay. Texas Tech, with their backup quarterback, will beat the Texas Longhorns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just think that um, the backup quarterback, uh, his name escapes me, but it, it hasn't. It's not like he hasn't played, and I, I think that he can. Uh, I think they can get it done. Uh, Texas. Texas is on a little bit of a skid. Well, I guess Texas, Texas too, but you know Texas is on a little bit of a skid, and I, I think this is a perfect chance for Texas Tech to uh, to pounce on a big time opponent and, and, and get back uh, get back some momentum they had going started at the start of the season. Yeah, so you think this the skid continues for Texas at this point? That's right. Uh, that's exactly what I think.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, my game to watch is also the first game we brought up as far as the top ten games go. Um, I'm going with Ohio State, Michigan State. I think for me, obviously being the Big Ten fan, one I've already gone with two uh, Big Twelve games that last two shows, so you know yeah. got, I got to steer away from that for at least one week. But I think <laughs> this, this is going to be in Michigan State. They're gonna it's going to be on natural grass, so it's going to be probably have some weather involved. You know, probably get a little dirty there. You know, I think it's going to be a classic uh, Big Ten game you know hopefully with a great ending towards the end um so you already went over your upset alert you know uh, my upset alert and you're probably gonna really judge the crap out of me but, <laughs> but you know i i rode that kentucky wagon last week
0: yeah yeah you you, you rode it right into uh i, I, I rode it, right it right in, into a ditch
1: yeah I, <laughs> that i did they hit a buzz and I think the buzz saw continues. I think they lose to uh, to Tennessee oh, this week. Think- uh, at Jeremy Pruitt. I think this is his signature win in his first season. Um, they already had one against Auburn this year. I think they, I think they're starting to get together. I, I think he's gonna this. He, I think he will end up ultimately being the coach that turns this program around. I really believe that. He's already been at Florida State, Georgia, and Alabama. You know, he's been all all around. As far as coaching, you know, I'm going with the 2 days
0: coach. (laughs) Yeah, this is – you know, this is maybe more for Kentucky than Tennessee. This is a bit of a rivalry game. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I can see Tennessee pulling the upset. Um, Kentucky – Maybe you know coming off their first disheartening loss of well, it was not their first loss, but definitely their first disheartening it, loss of the season.
1: Can they recover? And I don't. Yeah, know.
0: and and you know they they've struggled leading up to that Georgia game. I mean, there were they they beat Vanderbilt by seven points. They probably should have lost to Missouri. Yeah. So they 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 definitely the the Benny Snell train that started the season with such height definitely has slowed down a lot. So I I can see. I'm not going to agree with you. I think Kentucky wins. But I definitely see uh, the point that you're coming from. I see the point you're making.
1: Yeah. We're going to go into your lock of the week there, Barton. What is Barton's lock of the week?
0: All right. So, what we got here is um, I say it every week. Don't play the Powerball. (laughs) Don't play scratch-off. If you want to win the big bucks, bet the house on what I'm telling you. Now that lost last week, so you need to double up this week to so get it back. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, we bet the farm last week and uh, I lost it.
0: Yeah, well, do uh, I hope you have some cows and sheep left over so you could bet those to get it back? Because I'm going with LSU of Arkansas. I told you that we would be, uh, I would be coming back to that game. LSU is a 13 and a half point favorite, and I think they cover that fairly easily. I think they cover it by Like I said, I think they went about, you know, 17 to 24 points. So, uh, if you want to make big money, there's your bet of the week right there, ladies and gentlemen.
1: (laughs) Well, there you go, folks. Uh, You know, he already touched up on it earlier in the show. Now he's confirming it. That is your lock of the week. LSU blowing out Arkansas, basically. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> Buy a certain amount of points not well, just
1: blowing them out they got to beat them by a certain amount all right well you take. well we're taking the points so you know on our show we we obviously go over to top 10 teams and other big news but we're also we're also fans of our own team so we're also going to uh go over our own team picks um you know barton being a south carolina fan me being a wisconsin fan barton south carolina go on to florida they're yeah. Sitting there at
0: fifteen. Um, How do you feel about this? Um I don't know. Uh there's 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 so much I could say, but I don't want to take up uh another twenty minutes. <laughs> um but it seems like to be a tell of two seasons for really both teams right now. You got yeah. Florida who started out they started out six and one, but they were five and one after LS after beating LSU and then they played a sloppy game and won it against Vanderbilt they 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 got beat pretty handedly by Georgia and then I don't know what happened last week they were just dismantled by Missouri which was came as a complete shock to me and then you look at South Carolina who started out 2 and 2 and they've won la- their last 3 out of 4 games and they haven't been pretty but they found a way to win and uh but South Carolina in this game is just so banged up and their defense, South Carolina, our defense scares scares the crap out of me. Uh, <laughs> we're just not very good right now. And Jake Bentley has has he's played good since the second half of Texas A and M. The last two and a half games, he's really played good. But this is the type of game, a ranked opponent where we can make a statement to a statement win for the season. This is mm. the type of game where he's really really struggled. Uh, the spread is six. My my head tells me, my head tells me that <clears throat> Florida should win this game by I'd say a touchdown. I figure a touchdown's fair. Yeah. But but you know what? Will Muschamp is thirteen and four at South Carolina in games decided by eight points or less. So think- I'm going. I'm not going with my heart. I uh, my head. I'm going with my heart on this one. The Gamecocks find a way. To pull out a close one down there at the swamp. Will Muschamp goes to 14 and four in games decided by eight (laughs) points or less. Uh, South Carolina wins 30 to 26. Why not? (laughs) (laughs) Barton, you know, we try
1: not to be biased on this show. Come on, man.
0: (laughs) Talking about my own team, though. (laughs) Uh,
1: All right. So, so so Barton's taking his game cocks to, you know, pull the upset down in Florida, Florida. Um, Wisco?
0: Upset watch 2.0.
1: 2.0, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> so, Wisconsin, they're going to Happy Valley. They're playing number 20 Penn State this week. Um, as far as I'm concerned, I, I don't know. what to, I, I honestly don't know what to put uh, thing of the season. Um, I had ha- such high hopes this season. I was like, okay, we have a shot at the national title this year. You know, we had so much coming back on the offensive side, and it seemed like the last few years we were just able to – Uh, reload on defense not been the case you know I was expecting I was expecting Alex Hornibrook to take take that Orange Bowl victory last year you know he had apparently he had such a great offseason at the Manning camp where he was like the top-rated quarterback at the Manning camp this offseason and I was expecting after hearing that news was like he's going to be on he's going to be he's going to be throwing it to these you know outstanding receivers that he has around him and yeah, not producing. You know, when when you can't pass the ball, that puts a lot of focus on your run game. And Jonathan Taylor, as a great a running back as he is, you can't put the whole game on his shoulders. You need a quarterback, and, and especially after you see saw the Alabama LSU game last week, that you can't. You have to have a solid.
0: Quarterback <laughs> yeah, yeah. To get anywhere in this league. Yeah, I agree. I thought you guys would definitely be. I mean, at worst case scenario, I thought you guys would be ten and two. And at least, you know, at, at least be one of the primary contenders for the Big Ten. But, um, yeah, as of right now, you guys have definitely disappointed. Yeah, um, it's a disappointing season, to say the least, so far.
1: And then I I, I want to say we can pull the upset, but, you know, unless Alex Carneybrook, you know, finds a way to turn it on, I, I, I think we keep it close. But I think Trace McSorley like just starts pulling away towards the second uh, second half.
0: Pat, what about this? I got an interesting thing for you, uh, interesting scenario for you. Um, if you guys finish eight and four, or even nine and three, um, and and South Carolina somehow finds a way to beat Florida, and that would, looking at our schedule remaining, that would probably put us at an eight and four finish. Could see you guys in a bowl game. And maybe I'd finally get my revenge <laughs> capital one bowl back five years ago. I mean it's I it's, it's not right now looking at looking at both our teams, it's not out of the realm of possibility. I mean, was I think it's the is the well, I don't say we'll go high as capital one, but definitely out back. Um that's first big ten. So uh it it could be interesting. We could we could be having a fun little discussion for a New Year's show. <laughs>
1: Folks, if you're not familiar with me or Barton, um, uh, me and me and Barton were in the navy, or Barton was in the navy. I am in the navy. We were on deployment five years ago, and he, him knowing I was a Wisconsin fan, knowing, and Dave ended up beating Wisconsin in a bowl game. He has done nothing but rub it in my face anytime he sees me, anytime any any situation, anytime he can bring it up, he does it. So, Capital, capital One Bowl. If there's any consolation prize for this season as a Wisconsin fan, it would be to see, <laughs> see South Carolina and beat
0: them in a bowl game. <laughs> we got we got the Big Ten's number in bowl games, though. So. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's like every time we go to a bowl game, we gotta, we're we going to play a Big Ten team and win. So <laughs> so. so we've covered all the football
1: Um I know we're primarily a football show, but, you know, at some point on this show, we're going to have to get into some other stuff because otherwise, you know, we're going to have nothing to talk about. Yeah, our show's
0: going to last four months.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, college basketball started off this week. And just to, not to get too into it, uh, Barton, uh, you know, what what do you think of the college, uh, the college basketball season? You know, what are we expecting on the season this year?
0: Um. I think Duke is like the golden state warriors of college basketball. After watching him play against Kentucky, uh, seeing, just seeing, I mean, you're going to hear his name, Zion Williamson, after seeing him play, um, and seeing those guys play, they, I I, I might as well give them the trophy now. (laughs) Well, you know, I I, I won't go that far, but they're definitely right now, in my opinion, the best team, um, Kansas is up there. Kansas look impressive in their opening game, but I just don't know how well they'll match up with Duke. But at the same time, I don't know if Duke can keep that, what they were doing, going for a whole season. That'll be interesting yeah. to watch. You um,
1: know? Yeah, I'm there with you on that. Uh, I don't understand why they put Duke at four, like knowing the recruiting the recruits they got, because they, they had another freshman that scored more than Zion last, uh, the other night. Yeah,
0: the, well, and, Zion's and- the number two recruit in the country. Uh, R.J. Roderick i believe his name was yeah or, or uh god we host a sports show and can't know their names but yeah. anyway they know who i'm talking about he's actually the number one recruit and he yeah he actually scored more points than zion so like knowing that
1: after knowing that like beginning of the season they're ranked at number four kentucky is what number two and they blew them out like yeah ran them out of the state the, the arena
0: gonzaga gonzaga's number three um I don't know anything about Gonzaga. So That's I, a stretch. Cause that yeah. It's
1: like a conference, and, yeah, they're going to get up. They're going to be, you know, probably a number one or two seed when tournament time comes around. But they just – they have such a lackluster schedule because they play in a week conference. So, it's like –
0: Yeah. this can't,
1: can't, They're, like, as they're much guaranteed much, like,
0: 30 wins.
1: <laughs> like, as much as, like, the SEC is great in, in uh, football, their basketball is not so great either. So, Kentucky is always held up – higher than everybody else when they play such a week's conference. Like you guys are great in football, but as far as basketball goes, it's just Kentucky and then
0: everybody else. <laughs> yeah, um Florida is there. Florida's a solid team. Yeah, but
1: they're not uh, after,
0: I, they're, they're not elite. Every- when, we, when we start talking about top 4 or 5 teams in the country, no, Florida's not there, but Yeah. Um they're a solid team and uh I mean, it was just too Seasons ago that the SEC had three teams in the Elite Eight. Yeah. And my game cocked for one of them. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: and the show. You have the, the, that out there.
0: Uh, but just to uh, segue into, you know, our teams. Yeah. Um, South carolinas they are what they are <laughs> at basketball. Um, I watched them play their first game the other night. They didn't hit a single three pointer. They went zero for eighteen from three, but they they look like a very athletic team, and I think you know the, the three point shooting will come. Uh, not saying they'll be great at it, but um, I don't know. I'm we're probably looking at like a five hundred, maybe a game or two above five hundred type team. Uh, yeah, probably nit. I would say as of right now, that could change obviously as the season goes. But just just knee jerk reaction after the first game. Yeah, I mean
1: it's it, it's a long season. Yeah, uh, Wisconsin, we're coming off a season. It's very disappointing. You know, we missed a tournament for the first time in nearly twenty years. You know, that was and especially with the talent that we had. Like it was very like hard to watch. You know, Ethan Happ is you know an All American candidate. You know, he he's very he comes back because you know the NBA like didn't even uh, think he'd be drafted. So he comes back for a senior year. I think. He's one of those guys that if if he's on the floor, he's very account. You need to account for him. He's going to be like the Frank uh, Frank Kaminsky back in the day. Okay, so like he's he's that dominant, except probably more on the range, except
0: yeah,
1: uh, than Kaminsky was. But you know he he needs the help too. So I think we can. I mean, we're ranked high this year to start the season. You know, we struggled against some some soft teams. but hopefully we can re- we can uh you know find our way back to the tournament and make some
0: noise. Yeah, and 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 again goes with you. Teams will teams will well hopefully will get better as the season goes on. And it's a long season. Basketball is such so many games. It's such a long season that really anything can happen. You know, one or two games. You know, it's not like football. You you lose one or two games, and you know, as far as national championship, your season's done. Basketball, you know, you can afford a, a loss or two, and still. Still have a really, really, really good season. So yeah, so not every not every game
1: matters, but you know definitely those uh, conference
0: conference games, games. That's the ones you want to win. Yeah. Yep. So, oh,
1: there we go, folks. Another week, more beer, more cigars, and more football to, to be discussed,
0: we'll and a little bit back. of basketball.
1: And yeah, <laughs> and we touched on some basketball. So for. So for Philip Fizzy Barton, I'm Drew Fluffy Coates. You guys have a great day. You know, have fun watching football, football, and be safe out there, folks.
0: All right, Fluffy, it was fun, man. Let's do it again next week.
1: Let's do it again. Good night, folks. Good night.